Behold. 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 For your information, behold means stop doing your spastic porcafide activities and listen to my mellowing yet minty fresh mouth. This is the legend of the like totally epic journey quest podcast. This is Spun Counter Guy, the game master of this outfit, and welcome to chapter two of our adventure, Brouhaha in Boonville. When we last left our heroes, Nick McNasty was still imprisoned in his bedroom by his sister Skirdette McNasty, whom had to get some help from Earlis Rexrote, a geek who has a yet undefined relationship with the perky, wine-cooler, guzzling teenaged girl. Cousins Roxy Forrest and Corey McFly are attempting to liberate their friend Nick, but are having a tough time of it. Considering all the Rush-themed booby traps and pitfalls Earlis has set about the McNasty home. So now let's join Corey, who at this moment is in Skirdette's bedroom, where he's trying to figure out what the remote control he found there is set to activate. I'm going to exit the room and try to figure out where that noise is coming from. So I go out in the hallway. Are the fists still moving around? Mm-hmm. She's still stuck on the other side of the fist. Can I hear the noise better from the hallway? Oh, you're clicking it now? Yes. Uh, no, you can't, but you can. You're hearing this noise of something shutting and opening. You heard it before. You should know what it was. But there's no doors around me. You're in a corner, but there's some doors on towards where the little radio was. But, you know, the ghosts are kind of preventing you. Corey. <laughs> Go when ahead. <laughs> when you rearrange the letters, what did it do? <laughs> oh, it unlocked your sister's room. I went in there and I found a remote control. Every time I click a button, I'm hearing a noise, but I can't tell what it's doing. Where's the noise coming from? Do you know? It sounds like it's down the hallway where Roxy's at. Hold on a second. I'm going to try getting back into the program again. Okay. Roll your 20. Okay. 17. You hack back into the program, so now you're back at the menu with the CompuServe and the, and the, uh, the house. Okay. Thing. So then I'm going to try to figure out what the remote is controlling. So I'm going to try to find that in the program. Okay. It doesn't tell you much, but it does tell you one of the rooms that in that hallway. It will okay. tell you that much. Okay. Can I guide her to... Well, I'm going to have to talk to him. I can't to get, Talk to her. Well, I can't get through the ghosts. The ghosts are what's keeping me from going to any mm-hmm. door. So, so she's completely trapped. At the moment. So she can't do nothing. Yeah. Corey, you still there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a refreshment. <laughs> Hopefully, you didn't eat that horse burger in my sister's room. Yeah, yeah I did. Oh, you poor <laughs> turd. It helped with my phlegm. <laughs> what did you take out of my sister's room? Oh, um, I got some vitamins, and I got a remote control. Is Roxy hurt? thought I heard something thud outside the house. Yeah, I think she got hit by something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, roll her the vitamins. Okay, I'll try that. So the clicking noise is down by her. Even she can't see where it's at. It's somewhere within the she walls or something. She through the ghost. Yeah, you, you know it's in a room. It's in another bedroom they haven't gotten to yet. Okay. Yeah. So I know which room it is? Yes. But she can't get to it. Correct. Okay, I'm going to give her some vitamins so she can get strong again to try it. So you're going to throw it down the hallway? I'm going to roll it underneath those. Yeah, you're easily successful because it's just rolling down there okay. and the fist don't look at it. Okay, so there's... Don't eat them all, though. No, but you're just giving me one, right? No, I just do that. You can take as many as you want. 
There's three of them in there. There's three. How many do you need? Well, each one, if you Gives take me. it, you roll a 4D to see how much life you get back. I'm a 10. Ooh, three. sweet. So now I'm up to 13. I think we need to get down past the ghost to figure out what that clicking is. So I think I need to dodge the ghost. Corey, you still there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I got an idea. Might not work, but go downstairs. Remember how when you turn the power off, it stopped the fist? Okay. So what happened when you turned off the power? What happened down in the cellar? The door on it locked. The door locked? Go down in the basement and get something to pry the door open and turn off the power again. Ooh. Okay, I'll try that. Okay, so I'm going to go back downstairs. What am I doing? Okay. Repeat that whole thing for me. <laughs> Listen, you. <laughs> go to the cellar door. Go down in the cellar. Find something to pry it open with, so it doesn't lock back on you when you turn the power off. Why Got didn't it? I think of that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go downstairs now. Okay, hold, hold on. You know I can't talk to you when you're down there, so you're going to have to figure this out on your own. You understand? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Cabbage patch. Stop. <laughs> Over. It was a gift from my dead uncle. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to open the door. I'm going to use my lawn dart to keep the door okay. pried open. And then I turn the power back off. And then I'm going to go back upstairs. Right, now I grab my lawn dart on the way. Okay, the door shuts and locks. Oh. But I got the power off. You do? And the fist have stopped. Unfortunately, the ghost, it's a battery radio. And down the other hallway, the ghosts are still down. Okay, so now I'm upstairs. Yeah, upstairs. You pass the fist. Me and Roxy are past the fist. Mm -hmm. Now we're just stuck by the ghost. Yep. After all that. Corey, you there? Yeah. Did it work? I guess. Did you just fart? <laughs> uh, is Roxy with you? Yes. Uh, no. no. <laughs> we got a problem. What's that? Besides gas. Okay, what's up? Uh, my computer's off. Oh, you turn the power off, dude. Okay, I gotta figure out how to get the power back on. Alright. I'll get back with you. Alright, dude. You've taken a Flintstone and you're trying to get some life back, okay? Okay, so three, three so okay. I'm up to 16. Okay. Okay, so she's at 16 and I'm at 17. Yeah, they're pretty good. And we still got the ghost running in front of us. Right. Okay. okay. So, she's still got one Flintstone left. Mm -hmm. You saved a Flintstone. I guess I'm going to put all the nails either in my bra or in my pocket. I'm Wait, sure. we have to act this out. That might be a little painful. <laughs> <laughs> either way. Physically okay. show us. But you're in high school. Are you wearing a bra yet? Yeah. <laughs> My sophomore year, that's good. I know I, I was wearing a bra. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I didn't start wearing a bra until like last year. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna go after the ghost thingies. Okay, are, now, you, are you attacking them or what are you doing? I mean, I've got a good dodginess. We've got things we can throw at them. She's got nails and I got a lawn dart. Or we can just try to dodge them. They're shooting lasers. No, they are like laser fabricated. Oh, when they shocking. touch you, yeah, they, they burn you some. 
So throwing something at a laser is not going to hurt it, probably. Yeah, I'm pretty not, can't flirt with a laser. I know I've got the rap game going on. <laughs> I think we're just going to have to run through them and take a hit or two. I think if we destroy the radio, it would turn the ghost off. Oh. So I'm going to throw my lawn dart at the radio. Ooh, okay. There you go. Okay. Okay, so r roll your die. And you, you, remember you add your... Eight plus one is nine. No, I'm sorry. You're, uh, and you've kind of lost your lawn dart. It's, it's down <laughs> at the end of the hallway. It clunk, clunk, clunk. Yeah, crap. Okay, help me, because I'm not very knowledgeable about lasers. So these ghosts that are like lasers have to be projected from somewhere? Mm-hmm. And now that you say that, you can tell they're being projected from the radio. We're going to run through the lasers. We're going to try to dodge Okay. Them. I'm at a 14. 14. Do dodge one ghost. I dodge one ghost. Okay. Oh. There's another one coming at you. 18. Wow. Ooh, yeah, you got past two. Yeah, so now you. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh my gosh. Well, oh man, you got hit. <laughs> uh, she got burnt. Yeah, she got burnt. So hang on. That's for two of damage. So, 17. Two of damage. Two damage. Okay. On that one, 17? Yeah. Yeah, so one of them hit her, and the second one she got by. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so she lost two. Two. Yeah. Two. Okay. So now we're both on the other side of the monsters. Yeah, and they're coming back your way, of course. So we want to smash the radio. Yeah. Okay. How are you gonna do that? We can't just punch it. I, I got a lot of throw it. I want to pick it's that fine. up, so I'm just gonna smash it. Okay. So roll. I forget what your long dart is. It's nine. What's your chalkness? Uh, one. Okay. We'll, we'll say that that hits it. Now ro roll your twelve d. Which Why am I rolling a 12D? Let's see how much damage is going to be. Those things are tough, man. They are tough. Is Six. It? it does some cracking on it, but it's not complete out yet. Now the ghosts are coming back. Stick a nail in there. <laughs> Three. No, they rolled a two, so you missed oh. one. Okay, another. Twelve. He missed that one, too. Dang. Good news. Okay, sorry. Here goes. <laughs> Here goes nothing. Three. Uh, yeah, you, you got hit. For four damage. Oh, and then 17. So okay. just four damage. Yeah. I'm just down to 10. <laughs> so you want to do? No, we're still down by the radio, though. Mm -hmm. We got to keep trying to smash the radio. Oh, throw that sucker against the wall. <laughs> Can I Mr. throw it against the wall? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to use my jockey roll. <laughs> 20. 11 plus 1. Successful. Okay. Roll both of those. 1. One. It's banged up pretty good, but it's not done yet. So we gotta go through the ghost one more time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can't she grab it real quick? If she wants to. Why don't we just take the batteries out? <laughs> Why didn't we think of that after we're laying in a pile of blood for? I know. Yeah. Is that what you want to do? Okay. It, the ghosts are gone. Take <laughs> the batteries out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so things have calmed down a little bit. <laughs>
Okay, we're in a hallway. We got past some laser ghosts. And uh, I got a doorway at the end of the hallway on my left, and I got one at the start of the hallway on my right. Which, where do those go, you know? Let me knock on the door so you figure out where I'm at. Okay. So I start knocking on the door. Yeah. This one. Okay. I figured out what room you're in. <laughs> okay. Get me out of here. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to try to open that door. It's locked. By the way, my computer's still off. We haven't oh, opened yeah. that door yet. Okay, so we want to go back down in the hall to that other room and see what's there. Okay. It opens easily. come in as a very bizarre looking room. There is a giant top hat resting atop a pile of dirty laundry and there's another door heading east. So what was in the room? A big pile of clothes with a hat on it? Mm-hmm. And the top hat is like upside down. Well let's investigate that pile of crap. As you approach the top hat, a rabbit, a very cute rabbit, like comes out of the top there. And then uh, he jumps his clawed feet coming right at you. <laughs> God. This is bull Killer crap. Rabbit. Okay so roll your 20. Wait, I'm over here now. 11. Plus one, Jacobillion. Oh, well, he misses you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then another one comes out of the hat. And Uh-oh. looks at you. <laughs> of course it's going to get me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you get hit. Ooh. Eight. Eight. Oh my gosh. Roxy's like... Dude, I'm in a two. Like, You're I'm, at two? Yeah. Oh I'm Lord. like crawling. I got a vitamin. Do you want to stay in the room? I think we should get away from these rabbits. So we're back out in the hallway. Yeah. Three. Three. That's what it was. Five. We can't kill off Roxy. No, I don't want her to die off. Unless she's hit a house. <laughs> Blowing boss hair. Oh, I got punched. Burned by lasers. <laughs> Where you guys at? We're still out in this hallway. My cousin keeps getting beat up by fists and rabbits and ghosts. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Bred some nasty rabbits. Earless. 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 Okay. So I'm going to try my remote. Okay. Well, you don't hear anything, any noise anymore. We have to turn the power back on. I'm going to run back downstairs and turn the power on. Okay. I'm going to sit in the corner in the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> and, try, and try not to bleed. Okay. So the computer comes back on. The fists are starting to go back in the hallway. I want to uh, get back into Erlis's program. Okay. One. Lord. <laughs> the worst hacker ever. So that didn't work. So yeah. You want to try anything else? Let me throw another command at it. Try okay. it one more time. Sure. Okay. 17. Okay, you're in. All right, I'm yeah. in. I got the, when it boots up, I got two options. Right, right, right His okay. program one. Right, right. And right. was trying to get into his program. Correct. So I'm in his program now. Right, okay. Okay. So I'm looking around. See, I need to get him <clears throat> past the fist, so I need to figure out how to shut down the fist in his program. So I start looking for the code that shuts off the fist. Okay. okay. Roll. 18. Yes. Yeah. Plus two. Okay. Plus two. Twenty. Yeah. Yeah. You figure out how to turn off the the fist All right. in the hallway. Fist are off. Cool. Yeah. So eighteen ten. Okay. Yeah.
see that the fester turned off, so I walked down the hallway. All of a sudden, your computer gets taken over again. Erlis is back on. He remoted into it? Yeah. And you notice water is now filling into your room at a very slow pace. Water? <laughs> We're going to kill <laughs> Nick Erlis, yeah. guy. And on your computer, all of a sudden, you see an 8-bit hourglass, you know, showing the, the bottom filling with water. And then at the bottom of the screen, it reads... You may play Pac-Man or Dam Busters as you wait to drown. I'm thinking Dam Busters. This is going to be your video game skills. Okay, okay, plus two. Here's the deal. You have three lives, okay? okay. You got to roll plus 12 to blow up one dam, and there's okay. four dams total, okay? okay? If you fail, you lose a life. Okay, we'll play it that way, okay? Five. Plus two. Seven. Okay, you lost one life. Eight. Yeah. Twelve. Okay, you destroy one. That's good. Okay. I got to get three? Yeah. So the, I'll tell you that the, the water is One. slowing down a little bit. <laughs> okay. Fourteen. Destroy one. Okay. All right. So this could be one more good roll. Eighteen. All right. The water stops. Sweet. Since the flood in your room, you notice that your bucket's still there, but the turds have <laughs> somehow uh, floated away. <laughs> I'm not sure where they're at. Floated where? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they're just around? Well, they could be hiding. Are they floaters or sinkers? <laughs> they're floaters. <laughs> All right, okay. so I need more fiber. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so I've got power on. My yeah. computer's up. Yeah. Okay. And you've retaken control of your computer. Okay, so I look up on CompuServe, mm -hmm. and I see that one of their albums is Signals. Who's they? Rush. Oh, okay. So you're going to go with that, right? Oh, yeah, I know that's favorite that loves band. Rush. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yep. we're going to try that code in there. What's the code? Signals. Okay. You punch it in, and nothing happens. Nothing happens. Yeah. back in the Skrdet's room and start investigating more. Okay, we look behind the posters. Yeah, you look behind the posters and there's some filthy poetry that Skrdet has written about Getty Lee, but that's about it. Okay, so there's nothing behind the posters. Do we have a backpack or anything with this? Yeah, we'll say y'all have backpacks. Okay. You guys are kids. So it? we can start gathering stuff. So we might as well pick up anything that's small enough to get into a backpack. What there's else was in there? Snail toy. What's this snail toy? Keeper. It was a, it had like a little keychain, right? It was a little snail. So what do you want to do with it? I'm going to investigate okay. it, see if anything twists Yeah, okay, so his shell comes off and there's a piece of paper folded up inside. Okay, well then I'm going to read what's on the paper. Okay. Ooh, you find it's a juicy note from Erlis to Skirdet. It says, To Skirdet. I trust this missive reaches you in good health and sobriety. I wanted to follow up on your plan to get us enough money to attend the Rush Show at Robert Stadium next month. While it was brilliant to steal your father's bicentennial quarter collection from his underwear drawer and hawk them at Hen's Bluetooth pawn shop, it seems that the true value of the 16 coins is exactly $4, leaving us $26 shy of the $30 ticket price. And don't worry, I'm sure it will be many years before your father discovers that we've replaced his coins with Long John Silver doubloons. Yes, it's true I ate 23 deep-fried, battered fish and 53 hush puppies, leaving my cholesterol that of a 74-year-old fat man one takes photos of at the carnival. And maybe the collectibles are worth more than the quarters, but the sight of the souvenirs on my dresser were a constant reminder of the buyer's remorse. I suffered from the devastation experienced at not finding the faces of Boy George, Pete Burns from Dead or Alive, 
and the dork and the hot chick from Hazy Fantasy, among the Blackbeards, William Kids, and other scallywags featured on the precious coinbacks. From a quick glance, all of these artists look like pirates, am I wrong? So why would the Long John Silver's Corporation be so heartless to exclude them? Nonetheless, I shall not give up the desire of your heart until those precious keys to the kingdom of Neil, Getty, and Alex are in my sweaty and battered, greasened, circulation-poor purple hands. Can't wait to tickle your molars again, airless. <laughs> wow. Okay. What a nerd. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and throw the snail toy in the note in my backpack. Okay. I'm going to pick up the battery box, too. Okay, well, I'm going to might as well open it and check it while okay. I'm there. Inside, you find a, a hard plastic pink baseball bat, and I can tell you that anybody uses it, it will cause 6D in damage. A pair of panties that on the front has an illustration like a poison warning label showing Ken throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some sores and rash decals. Okay. Okay, so we're going to take that thing. We definitely need the baseball. Is that an actual product? <laughs> 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 okay, so we're gonna, I'm gonna put all that in my backpack. Okay, cool. You guys start to hear some commotion coming from downstairs. Okay, we're back out in the hallway. Okay, we're gonna investigate the noise downstairs. So we walk back down the stairs. I got the bat in well, the hand ready. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you open the door to the top of the stairs, and you see at the bottom three giant Shogun toy warriors without their hands. And they're scratching their heads with their stumps. And they're looking at the bowling balls that are at the bottom of the, the stairs. And they look very frustrated. And of course, one looks up and sees you guys. And they make kind of an angry noise a shotgun warrior might make. So they're downstairs growling at us. Mm -hmm. We're still at the top of the stairs. And they are missing their fists. So that's probably the fists that are in the wall. And then one says, Look, there's the guys that stole our fists, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> and they're starting to come up the stairs. Uh oh. They're about adult size. They don't have hands, so if we shut the door, they okay. can't. Yeah. Oh, good point. <laughs> Why does she always have to have common sense? <laughs> okay, they're coming up, man. They're getting okay, close. Okay, so we're going to slam that door real quick because they don't have hands. Can we lock the door? Is it manually? Yeah, sure. Okay, so you slam the door shut, lock it, and you hear the Shogun Warriors continue to run up the stairs until they all hit the door at the same time. <laughs> and uh, you hear the one guy say, Oh, rainbow bright boogers. Turn the doorknob. Why can't I? don't have fists. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can hear they're trying everything. Like, well, try your feet. And they're trying to undo it with the foot. Try your groin. And that doesn't seem to work either. And finally, they uh, start beating on the door with their stumps. We'll see how good they do. Ah, they're doing pretty good. They've cracked the door. Oh, and it looks like if, if there's one more hit, they're coming through. I'm going to tell them that. Hey, we didn't take your fist, but they're up here. I'll give them back to you if you help us out. Really? Yes. Who took our fist? We seek revenge. We think it was Skirdet. Who's that? She sounds hot. <laughs> our friend's sister, who's got everybody trapped in here. Okay. Prove to us that you have our fist. Okay, just a second. So I'm going to run over and you said I can pull a fist off the wall. Okay. I pull a fist off the wall and sew it through the door. Hey, here's your fist. They're all up here. We'll give them back to you if you promise to help us. And one says, whose fist is this? Uh, I think it's yours, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts it on. He's like, yes, it's mine. I'm so happy. One doesn't realize the wonder of hands until one tries to guide toilet paper into the sharp, deep crevices of the buttocks. 
We've always been aids of stumps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's more up here. If I let you in, I'll give them to you, but you gotta promise to help us with our common enemy, Skrdet. Okay, we give you our Shogun honor word. Okay. So I'm gonna open the door and let them up. Okay, and they actually come in nicely. Okay. They need a little help retrieving their fists. So we help put their fists back Okay, because with stumps, they're trying to get their fists yeah. back on. Okay. Corey McFly, Nick McNasty, and the Bloody Beauty, Roxy Forest. We will record your names in the anal cavity of Shogun Warrior history. Yay. <laughs> How can we return the favor? Well, we got a problem. We have our friend... Nick is locked in the room down the hallway. Maybe you could help us figure out how to get the door unlocked. No problem. They go down the hallway. Which door? <laughs> okay, so it's all the way down to the end, the very end. Yeah, with their fist and their, they have like the, you know, the pointy heads and uh, their helmets and all that. They completely obliterate your door. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, it only took like eight hours. Yeah. Water drains out of my room. The turd floats out. Right out <laughs> and I'm like completely embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a turd floating in your room? <laughs> I'm afraid so. <laughs> I tell Roxy, but it's not mine. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> okay, the uh, the Shogun guys are like, We have served you. Uh, we are even. We shall see you later. Thank you. We have to go back to Japan. Okay. Yeah. Our overlords are thinking about building a factory in Boonville. <laughs> we shall see you later. <laughs> wow, it's like foreshadowing. Yeah. They actually go on back down the stairs. and uh, So you guys are, I guess, are all in together now. Your room? Okay. Yeah. We're going to do that. Right. We're going to go hang out in Boonville. We need to make sure we can get out of the house now. Okay, Nick. Got any ideas? How did you guys get in the house? Let's we came through the you... basement. All right, oh, go. yeah, there was a cellar door. Let's go down there. Let's leave that way. Did you have any troubles? Did we have any troubles? Oh, no. No, <laughs> uh, no it was easy. It was easy. Cool. Yeah, yeah you, you come up in the backyard. So, Corey, what do you want to do? Well, I got this note from Gina Magaha. She's down at Possums and Pinafores. I was thinking about going and see, meeting up with her. If you guys want to come along. This Gina chick sounds hot. Okay. <laughs> Is there a um, pharmacy nearby there? Because uh, uh, Roxy's look, looking pretty beat up. <laughs> She's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can get her some band-aids or something. That'd be cool. Basically, you're in Bullock Town. We're in Bullock Town? Yeah, and you have no car, by the way. So there's no pharmacy there. Wait, wait, wait. We're in Bullock Town. We'll just say you're in an area that's a whole well, lot like Bullock Town. The game's over, then, because there's no reason to leave God's country. <laughs> God's country. <laughs> so assuming Bullock Town doesn't have a pharmacy. We're going to have to get into town. That's six miles out. Do you have any bikes or anything? Yeah, I think there's some back in the garage, but we're going to have to get past Skirdette. Well, okay, she's in the front yard and we're in the back. The bicycles would be in her view. What did you guys uh, pick up in uh, Skirdette's room? Anything? We have the Ray Prevention kit. What's, what was inside of it? We had some stickers and a baseball bat. I remember the panties. It's not very Okay, nervous. I'm going to go beat the crap out of this no. with my sure? baseball. She's no. caused a lot of problems for it. She's my sister, man. You don't want me to physically abuse no. her. No. I love her, <laughs> but I don't like her. I will put on the panties and distract your sister if you promise to never, ever tell anybody. 
I won't, dude. I promise. So now, how are you gonna do this? So describe what we see. What do you mean? Are you you put these over your clothes? Or you, yeah. or you just come out there? With no, just the I'm gonna on? strip down and put just the panties on. But I'm gonna keep my clothes in my backpack so okay. I can. I don't okay. lose them. So it's just you and with the backpack on and panties and nothing else. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm gonna run out in front of Skirdet and do a the robot. Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so Skirdette is out there. She's, she was sucking on a lollipop. It was in her mouth, and she sees it. Her mouth just drops open, and the lollipop hits the ground. And she's like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so she's completely like, just, her brain has been punched, yeah. So, I got her distracted. All right, Roxy, let's grab the bikes. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So you get to the bikes, and... As you pick them up, almost all of them fall apart, except for one. So one one working bike. But there's the basket in the front, and then there's the, the little thing on the back. Okay. So the question so is, can you lag three people on one bike? All right. And you're the athletic one, so I think you should... Okay, but I'm still over here doing my jig. Yeah. So you got to pull that bike out. All right, so we pull the bike yeah. out. Right. A little ways down the road. As you're doing that, Skrdet is got on the phone with Earl and said, "We're over." Oh yeah, so now okay. Oh gosh, that was impressive. I guess. There's a new man in my life, <laughs> <laughs> and he's so secure in his masculinity, he can wear panties. <laughs> it ain't no thing. <laughs> oh no, my sister and Corey. <laughs> yeah, we ride down a little bit, okay. and then hopefully, you know, so I have to get away from her real quick. Yeah, and she's coming for you. She's starting to lick her lips. Hey, Skrdet, why don't you go in the house and pour us some Cokes? I'll be right there. Woo! I'm on it, babe. <laughs> All right. Do you mind if we play footsie while we listen to moving pictures? I love moving pictures. All right. <laughs> okay. So then she turns her back to go in the house, and I'm going to run off and meet up with them. Okay. Yep. So you guys, I guess, are down the road, and here comes... Uh, Corey in his panties. Okay. And I'm like, Corey, uh, you need to change, buddy. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to hurry up change back into my normal clothes. Yeah, so Corey's pedaling away, and Roxy's in the basket in the front, and then uh, I got Nick pedals. is... You put your feet on the, the little... Bars that are coming off the axle or whatever right. you call that on the, on the back tire. So he's on the back, mm -hmm. okay. and yeah. I'm like holding and massaging his shoulders. What? <laughs> now we're getting, now we're getting Corey is hot because <laughs> <laughs> he's so athletic. So you're going as fast as you can, but you're wearing out. Okay. And uh, so finally, you you're like, guys, I, I can't pump any further, and you've probably got about a mile down the road. Let's just say you dump your bike and start walking. So you guys are walking down Bullet Town Road, and all of a sudden a Mercedes Benz rolls up alongside y'all. The power window rolls down, and inside you see a beautiful woman, and she says, Do you want to ride in my Mercedes, boys? Plus one. You realize it's the singer Peebles. Yeah, and <laughs> she's just cruising around Bullock Town. Yeah, that's where all the cool so, singers hang out. And the doors swing open. Do you want to get in? Well, well, yeah. I don't think she should walk six miles. If she, uh, yes, we're gonna ride in your Mercedes. So she, she starts driving to town, and, and uh, she starts making conversation with you know, especially Corey. She says, uh, "I've been having some a little trouble with my carburetor, so I'm taking it to the top carburetor specialist in the country. Happy Lutz." So we're heading into Boonville. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. 
So we're in the car we're driving. We might as well strike up conversation while we're... I'm up front because I'm a stud. Yeah. It's a stick drive, so she's messing with it, and she accidentally slips and kind of touches your knee. Sorry, sorry. Hey. Roll your 20. (laughs) Why am I rolling? See. Roll your 20. See if I get an erection. See how good your (laughs) foot (laughs) is. Okay. 10 is good enough. Hey, peebles. Hey. Where's Bam Bam? <laughs> Bam! I've never heard that before. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> then she, to the river mirror, starts looking at you. Really? Hey, how are you doing? Uh, What's your name? My name's Nick. Mick? <laughs> no, no Nick. Nick. You forgot your name. Yeah. So flustered. So, so what do you do? What's your What's your deal? Um, I'm mostly on the computer all the time. I like computers. You know, I feel that in the future, there's going to be big money in that. Why you're oh really? One. Yeah, you guys are a persecuted bunch right now, but one day you'll have your day. You think so? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of gear do you have? Uh, what do you mean? Your computer gear. Oh, I've got a um, Apple clone. Oh, you can't afford the real thing? No, we're pretty poor. Oh. We live in Bulldogtown. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I will shut this crap down. <laughs> So you're thrifty. We'll say that. See, I, I gotta help you out here. Don't say you're poor. Say you're thrifty. Uh, I'm thrifty. Yeah. Right. Wait a second, peoples. I see what's going on here. You have to choose between me and Nick. Hmm. Let me see. So she starts like squeezing on your pecs, and she, her hand reaches That's back it. and and uh, <laughs> accidentally yeah accidentally grabs your finger. Grabs my finger. It <laughs> thinks that's your arm. It's like, well. Your humor's pretty unoriginal, but uh, you have bigger arms, so... Everybody likes a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) So how bad are you? You're 14. (laughs) We gotta pay for this ride some way. (laughs) (laughs) So, Corey, you can see I'm into you, but are you into me? Do you have my cassettes? (laughs) Yes. Um, I have to confess I don't have your cassettes, but I do have the fat boys. I do. I got them all. Really? What's your favorite song of mine? Um, I think it's that song, I'm So Into You. Is that one, one of the ones you sing? That's a song by SWV that doesn't even exist yet. That doesn't come till the 90s. I only know that because I'm a clairvoyant. Or actually, I'm friends with Dion Warwick. But never mind. <laughs> You're a big fat liar. People, I love your Mercedes Boy song. I can sing all the lyrics to it. Really? Yes. Just give me a second while my brain loads. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to ride, baby? Let me tell you, I've been watching you. See you dancing in my dreams. Feel your heartbeat inside of me. So if you feel it coming on, catch me getting in the mood. Wait, I'm rebooting. Are you tone deaf? <laughs> I never... Hey. Bad boys don't sing. <laughs> Well, okay, never mind that. Maybe you guys can help me. You guys seem kind of clever. I'm under a lot of pressure right now because, you know, I'm with MCA, the record company, and, you know, we had this big hit with the Mercedes Boy, and they want me to write, like, more songs. They want me to make a whole album of car songs. And so I'm having a hard time coming up with more ideas. So so far all I have is, like, uh, do you want to rub turtle wax on my Lamborghini Boy? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to put your groceries in the trunk of my Ferrari Boy? And do you want to make out on top of my Ford while it's broke down in a ditch, boy? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm totally out of ideas at this point. Do you have anything? We need to give you some fresh ideas. Yeah, what do you got? First off, how about not ending every title with boy? The record company thinks that's a winner. Okay. Okay, I think these will work. Try some of these out, okay? Okay. My pentel's on fire for you, boy. Ooh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Park your ugly <laughs> gremlin in my garage, boy. I think that's gold. <laughs> so Peebles is, is grateful, and so uh, she reaches in her purse and then gives you all a $10 bill. You know. Hey, we got money. Sweet. Yeah. And she takes you down to the courthouse square. She's opening the doors for you. Right before you get out, she kind of grabs you by the arm and she kind of licks your ear. And she makes a, the noise like of a car going, vroom, vroom, vroom. Boy. <laughs> You're at the courthouse in Boonville, Indiana, right. which is the uh, county seat for Warwick County. So you're at the corner right where the, the city hall is. On the opposite, across from the courthouse, you see a couple of shops. On the corner, you see possums and pinafores. Right next to that, you see Mickles, Niller, and Lime. There's some shops behind you, too, on the, across the street, right kind of next to the city hall. I say we go into Miller's since we got mine now. We need to get her situated. You walk in, the clerk is Old Man Mickle. So Mickle's Niller and Lime is basically a general store with a, a soda shop, you know, and he has kind of specialty stuff. He's got like Boy Scout supplies and like, you know, like the Pinewood Derby stuff. He may have like a bunch of boxes of uh, like shake and bake, you know, right next to a, a bunch of bags of, of plastic army men, you know. Just, just random. Yeah, super random. You, know, you don't know why. But he's got some cool stuff in there, including scratch and sniff stickers. You see a, a little section of Casingles. Casingles. Cassette singles. Oh, yeah. I had a ton of those. I did too. Yeah, singles. <laughs> you see a Rubik's cube. You see antibiotic ointment. A can of WD negative forty. And he says, "How to kids? What's going on?" Not too much. What's up with you? Ah, uh, you know, same old thing. You know, selling our Boy Scout supplies. And can you tell us where the band aids and aspirin and stuff like that is? And right before he answers, he he sees the the sticker book in your hand. And his eyes kind of get wide, and he's like, you have arrived, the chosen one. What's that mean, old man? First, you, I don't think we should be so disrespectful to our elders. No yes. kidding. Oh, sorry. I think he's going to put some what's, stickers in your book. What's that mean, you old fart? <laughs> <laughs> That's much better. Oh, yeah. He looks a little annoyed that you call him an old fart, but he looks like he realizes you're a 14-year-old idiot. So Yeah. yeah. He says, in your hands, these stickers have incredible powers. But I think you knew that already. Would you by chance have any garlic? Scratch a stiff stickers? I, I'm not sure why I got over there, but I can tell you every one of them is powerful. All right. Because you have the key. You have the book. All right. I'm going to go over there and check them out. This town is relied on you to save it. Really? Yep. <laughs> I was just going to hook up with some chick. <laughs> I got to save a whole town. <laughs> Crap. With stickers. Okay. With stickers. And by the way, you see the drinks that are serving. is They got a couple of brews, by the way. They got the Niller's Root Canal beer. And then, <laughs> then the, the Bedford's Limestone Brew also. And they're a dollar a piece, by the way. So you go to the Scratch and Sniff stickers. They're $8 a piece. There's Schwarzenegger's B.O. <sighs> there's Flock of Seagulls. There's Janie Freaky. And there's Maximum Overdrive. I'm going to have to go with the Maximum Overdrive. So deduct eight bucks off there. You, you buy the sticker and you place it in the book. And like under where you put it in the book, some words kind of appear. And it informs you that whatever vehicle that you stick this on, it becomes possessed 
and will attack enemies. It basically has better driving skills than you would ever have. Right. Yeah. Its evil is directed at your enemies. Okay. Oh, while we're in there, we're going to get my cousin fixed up. She's still injured. Okay. So we're going to go back and look at the medical supplies. Okay. You see the a tube of antibiotic. It's it's five bucks. So you buy that? Yeah. Okay. Once you buy it and take the tube out of the box, the instructions are you get 8D worth of life points back for using that whole tube. Now roll it to see how much you get recovered. <laughs> I just knew that was going to happen. Uh, how, how much have you repaired? <laughs> one. Okay. So she used the whole tube for five bucks and, and got she got one. one. Yeah. Her metabolism didn't take too well that, that round. Maybe I need to buy another tube. You, you may. <laughs> I'm buying another tube. Okay. Seven. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Where are you at now? 13. 13. So that's... Where are you at? I'm at 17. I still have 20 because I didn't run. You never done that. You haven't done that. You've been doing everything. Next time we go to like combat someone, I'll. I'll You owe us, bud. I know, I do. Okay, so do we want to live with 13 or? Is 20 the max you can go? Right now, yeah. I can buy a tube if you want to get up closer to full strength. For her? Or do you think we should save our money right now? You know what? Because we don't know what's coming up yet. I'll go ahead and I'll buy you another. Because he felt so bad. Yeah. I think so. I don't think Plus he's starting to make his move. Exactly. (laughs) With the... Yeah. What did we buy? Hey, what kind of ointment? He's making his move. This is antibiotic. Real life, too. Antibiotic. Six. Six. That's pretty good. So, so you should back up to 19. 19. So you're right up right now. Okay, okay cool. so we're all okay. relatively healthy. She's healthier than you now. Roxy, you've noticed the display of cassette singles. You're real eager to have a look at them. So they got Steve Miller's Abracadabra. They got Randy Travis's Digging Up Bones. Steve Taylor, To Forgive. Duran Duran, The Reflex, and Poisons, Talk Dirty to Me. They're all 10 bucks a piece. Ooh. Talk Dirty to Me, single. So you buying that? That's the one you want? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to buy a Rubik's Cube. Okay. I'm bored. I'm like flipping through the magazines. Hey, if you guys are done shopping, I'm going to head over to an, and meet up with Gina at Pandas and Pinafores. You probably should have brought some breath mounts. <laughs> <laughs> So you can smell him all the way from over there? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've been eating grippos. There you go. You need some breath mints. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to go over and check on Gina. Okay. What are you guys going to do? We'll go with you. I'm going to listen to Micah single. You have nothing to listen to it on the moment. Yeah. But, 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 but you can open up and, and like kind of... Look s- at it, smell it. Yeah. Which one did you buy? <laughs> Poison. Poison. Talk dirty to me. Okay. Something uh, tells me those titles mean something in the game. <laughs> So y'all come into Possums and Pinafores. It's a clothes store for adolescent girls. All the outfits displaying a little patch of a cute-ish possum-eating garbage. As she promised, Gina Magaha is there behind the counter, smiling flirtatiously. Her eyes a little too close together, somewhere between... (laughs) (laughs) Like a possum? Yeah. Somewhere between adorable and pitiful. While an older woman is arguing with a haggling middle-aged woman customer. The customer's preteen daughter is standing there looking embarrassed. The mother gripes, I'm a loyal customer. You can't just give me a little discount on this training bra? I mean, 15 smackers is a lot of cash for what amounts to a couple of shoestrings pulled across my daughter's nearly invisible mosquito bites. (laughs) (laughs) The teenager's eyes widen. Mom, 
I told you, I didn't even need a bra yet, so why you insist on buying me one while insulting me is beyond me. Miss Kessinger, the shop owner, addresses the mom. I appreciate your business, Mrs. Faldine, but if I drop it down anymore, I won't have any money to pay dear Gina here. Gina's eyes wide and not sure if the shop owner or Miss Kessinger is serious or not. Mrs. Faldine, the mother, says, well, that's Gina's problem, not mine. And the older woman says, uh, okay, Mrs. Faldine, I'll give you the discount, but if I do, I'm not going to pay this pitiful teenager today. The choice is yours. Sold! Tough toenails, Gina, Mrs. Faldine says, with no remorse whatsoever. Money and training bra changes hands, and out go the mother and daughter. Gina looks stunned and like she's about to throw up. Miss Kessinger shakes her head and assures the teenage employee, Don't worry, darling. That was just a bluff on my part. You're still going to get paid. I was just curious to see how greedy Mrs. Faldine was. And now we know. Anyway, I'm going to take a break. I'm leaving you in charge for an hour or so. Be sure to help this girl and her two confused friends <laughs> find just the right tulle skirt and stirrup pants for their body types. Miss Kissinger leaves out the back. And Gina says, Hey, Stub Muffin. What's up, Gina? I'm glad you came by. I'm really into you, you know. I can see myself calling you my boyfriend in the near future. Well, a lot of women want to be my girlfriend. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like who? Peebles. I met some Peebles chicks that wants to be my girlfriend. And, uh... Peebles, the singer? Yes. Come on. Isn't that a little desperate? Honest. I have witnesses. They were there. It's true. He's in her car. Uh, hell, that, that doesn't matter. Uh, here's the catch, though. I have a boyfriend at the moment, but our romance is as stale as chewy cinnamon toast crunch. I want to break up with him, but I'm afraid of him. And he sometimes yells at me and calls me fat and <laughs> slaps me around when I try to eat food with calories. But also, he has my class ring on his necklace uh, around that big tree trunk of a neck, and I'm afraid he would eat the ring and then crap it out in his hand before he would give it back to me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm like totally serious, Corey McFly. I want to be your steady, but I need that ring back first. Well, I'll tell you what, Gina. I cannot stand for someone to treat a nice young lady like you like that, so I'm going to help you out. Okay. First, I need to know where your boyfriend is at. Well, his name is Buddy Childress. He, he's got long, curly black hair. Uh, there's no size difference between his neck and his head. <laughs> And the rest of him is built like a tank. When he stopped by a little bit ago, he was wearing a Gold's Gym t-shirt. There's not even a Gold's Gym for miles around here. I bet he ordered it from a catalog. What a poser. And you could probably just follow the music he always plays on his jam box that gets him all pumped. And I'm telling you, he's bad news. I ain't scared. He's liable to haul off and punch you guys in your tender grapes. He's got such a temper. And then he'll probably come down here and clobber me right about where my internal lima beans are resting. <laughs> So if I were you, I'd plan a sneak attack. Get all the upper hand you can before he gets time to kill y'all. Thanks for the info. Where can we find this? <laughs> I don't know. He's probably out uh, working out somewhere in public so he can show off. He always takes that jam box with him. So okay, I just listen for the music. And by the all way, right. just so you know, in, in the shop there are some things for sale. There's some lacy ankle socks for seven bucks. There's a possum sleeveless sweatshirt, and that is for ten bucks. That's the sales I have going on today. I say you get the lacy socks to go with the panties. Oh. <laughs> well, that does seem tempting. I'm not going to spend my money on lacy socks at the moment. Okay. Well, guys, uh, you think we should go looking for this buddy guy? Will sure. you help me? Sure. Yes, let's go.
Alright, I think we're gonna exit the store and head out looking for Buddy. Good luck, Corey. I won't need it. In which dark fold of Boonville is that rascal Buddy Childress lurking about? Will Roxy, Corey, and Nick be able to defeat the brute and retrieve Gina's treasured ring? Do you have $3 you can spot me so I can get an Andy Dandy tail meal down at Druthers? Find out next time on Legend of the Light Totally Epic Journey Quest. <laughs>